Attention women's wrestling fans and wrestling collectors. Ring Post Journal's 2021 Women's Wrestling Year in Review is now available worldwide on Amazon. This year's book includes an industry news timeline, event results from all around the globe, the top 10 stories of the year, win-loss records, and comprehensive statistic-based wrestler rankings for WWE, AEW, Impact Wrestling, Wrestling, NWA, and Ring of Honor. All of this, plus a one-on-one interview with Maria Canales Bennett as she explains the process behind rebuilding Ring of Honor's women's division. A portion of the proceeds will also be donated to a mental health organization in honor of the late Daphne. Happy reading, and author Colby Applegate thanks you for your continued support. Hello, everybody. Welcome to episode 238 of A Wrestling Gal Podcast, providing you with the female perspective on all things wrestling. Join me, your host and wrestling enthusiast, Ella J. As today, I am joined by the hula hooping professional wrestler, Caitlin Alexis. Now let's chat. Hello, everybody. Today I am joined by the hula hooping professional wrestler, Caitlin (laughs) Alexis. So how are you today? I'm good, Ella. How are you? I'm fantastic to be talking with a fellow 97 baby. I feel like we are the best born year ever. And I mean, we're biased, but we're going to talk about that since I found out that you're literally like two weeks older than me. I love to see it. So first of all, what are some of your favorite television shows or music memories from your childhood? Oh, gosh. Uh, Well, I grew up watching Disney Channel, so I was like really the whole... Hannah Montana and Wizards of Waverly Place like that was my stuff (laughs) definitely me too I feel like Disney maybe just because we're out of the demographic now but like I feel like I kind of fell off after like Austin and Allie had just ended in like kind of um the one with Dove Cameron the with the twins Liv and Maddie that's when I kind of fell out of it (laughs) after that but definitely like Hannah Montana and Wizards of Waverly Place like Sweet Life of Zach and Cody like Honestly, those were some good shows. I missed them so much. I stopped watching after Selena Gomez, Demi Lovato, and Molly Cyrus left. So I was like, okay, I'm done. <laughs> Fair. I must say there was some good stuff from like uh, the early to mid 2010s. But like I said, so I probably fell off maybe about 2015, 2016. But maybe it's because by then we were like 18, 19 years old and not the demographic <laughs> anymore. But okay. So what are your favorite memories or episodes from Hannah Montana or Wizards? Oh, gosh. Uh... Wizards I liked in the beginning and then the Hannah Montana I think I liked it more as she got older so interesting see I too especially then the fashion back then like some of the things that they had Miley Hannah wearing I mean were normal in like the late 2000s but just imagine somebody wearing some of that stuff nowadays I think it's wild. (laughs) I could not either. Okay. So I would say we have pretty much 
same thing. Were did you watch Nickelodeon at all during that time? Uh, I did, but I was more into Disney. The only thing I really watched on Nickelodeon was iCarly. Okay. Did you watch the reboot? <laughs> no, I don't think so. Okay. You need to watch the reboots that's on Paramount Plus. Obviously, Sam's not in it, but it's kind of funny. They have some newer characters, so it's kind of funny. But I feel like if you love Die Carly, you should definitely watch the reboot 2.0. It's a little bit different, but I mean, Spencer is still the same funny guy he always is. And he, he honestly doesn't age either, which is wild. <laughs> It's I love that. Me too. Okay. So also like what your television and music, what about music? I honestly, I'm very curious to know like what music you were into growing up between then and now. Honestly, like, I know like this sounds just like very basic, but I will listen to it just about anything like country, hip hop, rap, anything. Okay. So very versatile. I'm just like, okay. <laughs> as long as it's catchy. Yeah. And plus then you can hula hoop to it too. I heard music. Gotta have that too. So what's the best concert that you've been to? I, okay. I'm, I did just go to a recent concert, but I feel like there obviously haven't been that many since the pandemic, but what is the most recent concert you've been to? Uh, I went to Camp Bisco, I think. And if sometime in 2020, before the pandemic started, it was over the summer and I really liked Odessa. Definitely too. Yeah, of course. So what about them really captivates you about the music? Is it because it's catchy? Yeah, it's just like everything about the music. Like, and plus I can always dance to it and just hula hoop to it. So they're my favorite. Fair enough. Now, would you, how long have you been a fan? Of them? Yeah. Uh, I want to say five maybe six years around the time that I started hula hooping interesting okay so you started hula hooping after high school okay we'll talk about that in a minute too before we get into all the wrestling and fitness stuff too I'm very curious to know the story behind your flower tattoo that's on your torso I I believe it's a flower that's a sunflower and it has a little quote around it yeah okay so what is the quote around the tattoo it says, I am blooming from the wound where I once bled. Okay. Now, if you don't want to share it, that's fine. But was there a particular reason behind this tattoo? I feel like it's in a really prominent spot and you can see it like with your gear and stuff. Yeah. Um, it was really painful. Uh, but I think during that time in my life, I was going to do like a really bad phase and I was just so depressed. And so I don't know. Like I just decided to go out and get it. And now here we are. So <laughs> do sunflowers have any like specific meaning for you? Or you just thought it was like very pretty or something like that? Cause I know some people do it for aesthetic reasons too. It is one of my favorite flowers. And I feel like, I don't know, just like the quote went along with the sunflower. And I feel like as a person, I'm just growing. I don't know. And it just really matched me. So I just felt, just felt it. <laughs> and what's the quote one more time? I am blooming from the wound where I once bled. I like that. It's kind of like using like your, your struggles and still using it to like motivate you to kind of push through everything and conquer. I mean, we have our own meanings, but I like that quote a lot. Well, thank you. Is that one that you found or is it kind of one that you kind of made yourself? I found it. I can't remember exactly where I found it, but I felt like at the time in my life, like the place that I was in, it just matched with me so well. And I just felt like it fit. 
I like that a lot. It's, it's important too, especially if you're going to get something like as a permanent reminder on your body, I feel like you have to love it. I mean, some of them are impulsive definitely, but I, I really love that. Like the detailing on it too, from what I've seen and plus that you can see it, like when you're resting, it's like a constant reminder too, I feel like for you. Well, thank you definitely too. And of course, like I said, like very fitness is definitely important to you too. So can you tell me more about your fitness program and experience and experience with Kayla Rossi? Yes. So a couple months ago, there was a specific photo that I saw of myself whenever I was wrestling and I was just like, oh my God, like I was so embarrassed and I absolutely hated the way that I looked. And I was like, I don't look like a wrestler at all. Like I just can't even stay in like the whole process of that. So I found out about Kayla and how she started wrestling and I saw that she was a fitness coach. So I messaged her, got in contact with her and I started her 12 week bodybuilding program and I haven't turned back since. No, I finished it still like keeping up with her workouts and the diet plan. So I'm like, I can't go back to that. <laughs> Was this one, because I know she does online. I don't know if she does in person because of the pandemic. Was this one online or was it like in person? Yeah, it was online, but I had to do a check-in with her every two weeks. So mm -hmm. I still like stayed in contact and kept up. Okay. So what are some of the things that maybe you learned, whether diet-wise, nutrition-wise, or really exercise-wise that you think really made a difference for you? So before I started the 12 weeks, I was just going into the gym, kind of clueless, doing whatever I wanted. And I wasn't training like a specific body part. But then once I started like her fitness program, I learned that one day you have to train legs, one day you have to train glutes, one day you have to train like arms, you know, and rest days are important too, because I went through a time where I was just like, I got to go like every single day. I'm just doing all this. But now I feel like I'm getting the hang of it. Especially too. So it's when did you start? I don't want to get it wrong. So when did you start Kayla's program? I started around October. That's what I thought. Okay. Like, in, right, like right before my birthday, because it was like my first cheat meal on my birthday. <laughs> I mean, you got to treat yourself for your birthday. So it's been definitely been over 12 weeks now. So you said that you kind of still take some things for it, even though you've completed it since then. Am I doing my yeah. math? Yeah, it should have like just about ended, right? Yeah, I finished. Uh, my last day was actually Christmas. So that was whenever I finished. Yeah. So now that you've completed it, what would you say is kind of the biggest difference within yourself from before you started it and then after you completed it? Um, definitely toned up a lot and put on some more muscle. And I'm eating so much better now. And like, I won't have sugar at all. Except for your birthday, of course. Yeah. Maybe. So, so during, if you do have an occasional like cheat meal, like excluding your birthday, what, what kind of is on the menu for you? Uh, donuts for sure. And pizza. Okay. The, perhaps the most important questions. What are those toppings on that pizza and what kind of donut? Donuts. I'm not really picky because I will eat just about any donut. Um, pizza. I like just pepperoni and cheese. I'm pretty basic. I, I am too. I I'm even more <laughs> basic. I just get double cheese pretty much, honestly <laughs> with donuts. Yeah. I'm not that picky either, unless it's like blue, like blue. I don't know the jelly donuts. I don't really do, but other than that, I'm not that picky with donuts either. I mean, they're just good. Have you ever had duck donuts? Repeat that. Duck donuts. No. 
Oh my gosh, you should try it. I had them on my birthday and they were amazing. Now you have to describe these to me then. So I think they do like different like seasonal donuts because the last time I was there was around October and I got like French toast, a regular one and like I think it was a cinnamon one and it tastes just like it and it was so good. It was like really? a best. <laughs> hmm. So very interesting okay maybe I need to be more ex- I honestly haven't had a good like actual donut in a, in a couple weeks so <laughs> I need to definitely try I love them I love like learning new flavors and stuff of things <laughs> and especially too though with your fitness I know you mentioned like you would do like it would be a hassle sometimes so what would be like your least favorite exercise oh gosh I absolutely <laughs> cardio and Kayla had me doing like 30, 45 minutes on the Stairmaster a day and I would dread it. <laughs> so that's probably different. You're probably used to it now though. For Do you think that you're used to it now or it's still just one of those things you kind of have to do? I think it's just depends on like what my mood is for the day, honestly. Because <laughs> some days I go in there and I'm like, okay, I got to get this done. And then some days I'm like, oh my gosh, I just, I want to quit. <laughs> fair we've definitely I feel like all had those days I mean besides physical strength like inner strength and like health is super important too so especially for you as somebody who I feel like kind of pursued this wrestling dream during the middle of a pandemic honestly like what do you think kept you motivated to keep training and keep going at it uh I guess just my love and passion for wrestling and I knew from like an early age that this is what I wanted to do so I wasn't going to stop no matter what and I know that like eventually this stuff is hopefully going to like get through and pass one day. Girl, I hope so. Want to cut promos like your favorite wrestling legends? SmackTalkShowdown.com is the only place to buy the party game where smack-talking your opponents isn't just encouraged, it's required. Smack Talk Showdown is 550 unique cards featuring crazy characters, vicious feuds, and gimmick matches that help set the stage for your epic verbal smackdown. Go to the extreme with the lewd attitude expansion and go head-to-head with promos you might want to keep between close friends go to smacktalkshowdown.com right now and use promo code gal that's g-a-l to get five dollars off of your purchase again that's promo code gal g-a-l for five dollars off your order only at smacktalkshowdown.com but I mean, honestly, though, I feel like it's one thing to like train, but to honestly like train in the middle of like the world shutting down and like all like physical, mental health, everything being wild. I feel like it's really cool that you kind of utilize wrestling as an outlet and as a motivator too. And when I know a lot of people, I feel like lost their passion for it because of the pandemic. Uh, it was actually really hard for me last month with wrestling because I got COVID for the first time and I was out for like almost two weeks and I had like a big opportunity coming up with wrestling and I couldn't go. So I got really upset about it. And then literally as soon as I got better, I had more bookings lined up and they got canceled because of another COVID relation. And I was like, it's one thing after another right now. So it was not a good month for me last month. No, girl, I feel you. I got hit with COVID after like being 
being at a huge NWA and power weekend, that was a huge weekend. And then being out for two weeks, like, well, for you, it's kind of like a whole month now at this point. I just, especially when you're so used to just go, go, go it's, but the thing is like, everybody gets it at some point though. So you're not alone in it, but still I understand that struggle (laughs) of wanting to do stuff, but you can't. But it was just like month. I was just like, and I hate to say it, but like, I got really depressed. I was like, man, like it's just one thing after another right now. Yeah. So, I mean, I feel like everybody's gone through it at least at one point, especially over coming up on two years next month, which is wild to say. Um, but I mean, you do have a few things coming up though, right? As yes. now. Going to California this weekend. So I'm very excited. Ooh. Now <laughs> have you, okay. So you're based, I know you do a lot of stuff in Florida and you're based in Tennessee, correct? Yes. Yes. So is this your West coast debut at all? Yes. Yes. Okay. So one time I did a seminar with Thunder Rosa and I did like a uh, managing position that night. But this is like the actual farthest I've gone. So mm, that's exciting though, especially to, I mean, you'll kind of, you kind of get the East coast with Florida and all of that. And then you get to go to the West coast in California. I feel like that's two, maybe different attitudes or I don't know. It's definitely sounding exciting though. New, new environments for sure. Have you went out to the West coast? I have not. Unfortunately, <laughs> I've been on the East coast, um, I, well, I guess the farthest West I'll be going to is coming up at the end of next month in Dallas. Um, so that's not really West coastal, but that'll be the furthest West that I've ever traveled is right now it's St. Louis, but then it'll be uh, Dallas, Texas. I have not been to the West coast yet though. Cause I'm based in upstate New York. Oh, <laughs> you'll get there one day. <laughs> oh gosh. Yeah. Oh gosh. No. What, what do you think of upstate New York with that reaction? <laughs> I've only been to New York once mm. and a lot of anxiety because everything is just so fast paced. And I was like, I cannot live here. <laughs> no. So I will tell you, I'm on the complete opposite side of the city. I'm closer to like Niagara Falls, like closer to Canada. So the city, New York city is like six hours away. I've only been there once. And like, I agree with you. I could not live there in the city of everything every day. I just could not. Oh, I don't know how no. people do that. No, I don't either, but that's exciting news for you. Fingers crossed that everything stays into fruition for you and you continue this kind of upward trajectory, especially too. I mean, like talking about mental health and stuff like that. If you're ever like having an off day, how do you kind of like uplift yourself or center yourself back mentally, whether it's music or a certain hobby you do, or how do you get back mentally if you're having a rough day at all? um it's really hard sometimes I try to surround myself with like my close friends in the area because I hate being alone whenever that stuff happens and I just kind of like chill out listen to music and you know I dance I hula hoop and then I try to go to the gym as much as possible because that's like my outlet yeah so when you're in the gym too do you I don't know some people listen to like podcasts or music or are you one that just like goes in there and you're laser focused and don't need like any music or anything playing no, I have to have my music. I have a specific playlist and it's mainly Rob Zombie. So fair. <laughs> I mean, I feel like that's appropriate. I was just asking because I know some people, I know some people can do it like without anything. And I'm like, how do you, how do you do that? I feel like music motivates you too. I feel like, especially. I like to listen to podcasts. So, cause I get kind of bored. 
fair <laughs> music i mean depending on it you can have like there's many different genres too and like you said you don't like confine yourself to just one genre so there's a lot of versatility there and definitely too especially i know you said you like to hula hoop with music too so you are the hula hooping wrestler so what is the coolest or most intricate trick you've ever done with a hula hoop it's gonna be fun hearing you kind of describe this <laughs> So I do like this. Okay. Whenever I come out to the ring, I sometimes I bring two of them and I yeah. just do like thing and then I'll toss one. And then I like to do it. Like, I don't have like a specific name for it, but I just like kind of move it back and forth between my legs. And then I just flip it over my head. Without I, saw, using- I saw that. So honestly, how do you even train your body or like, how do you train yourself to be able to perfect that? Honestly. I think it just comes naturally and like once you do it so many times because I've been doing it for like five years now yeah I saw that and I thought that was really really cool I mean you gotta (laughs) time it too so you don't clock yourself in the back of the head with the hula hoop but I thought that that was so cool now do you have like special because I've seen some of them be like neon like kind of glowing so do you have like custom made (laughs) hula hoops or do you like customize them at all uh, there's websites online that I go to get to kind of customize it yourself and like pick whatever color you want or they have like light up ones uh, fire, and they have fire ones but I haven't gotten one of those yet because I um, yeah <laughs> like ones that light on fire like like a yeah oh my like god the, there's just like flames coming out of the middle of them oh my gosh yeah that's definitely <laughs> extreme I mean that's definitely I think that would I think that would go over well in wrestling though too I feel like maybe it would have to be for a specific match or a stipulation and a lot of coordination and practice but that's My definitely something fire <laughs> no don't say that don't say that that's that's amazing though so, so you've been hula hooping for five years now so w- really I guess what what made you get into hula hooping So I was a freshman in college and I was living on campus and, you know, going through like this terrible rough time mentally. And I don't know, I was just like in a depressed phase and some of my close friends were doing it. And I remember scrolling through Instagram one day and I saw a girl with a hula hoop doing all this crazy stuff. And I was like, I want to do that. I'm going to teach myself that. So then I remember I ordered my first hula hoop and came in the mail a couple of days later and I just started, just started just came naturally to you yes that see I I cannot do it (laughs) I think it's one of those things that like you just have to like keep teaching yourself and just like I don't know keep learning and growing as you go so how long was it from when you started to when you felt like really like confident in your abilities to coordinate your body and movements with all of that maybe like two years before I actually felt like I was adjusting (laughs) yeah that makes sense it takes definitely practice too and probably so you don't whack yourself in the back of the head like I said with that one spot that you do but I'm very curious too I mean besides hula hooping and wrestling do you kind of have any background in any other sports or like performing arts no okay so you're kind of combining two strengths of yours so I love that too you can utilize both in one place really that's cool Whenever I first started wrestling, it was really hard because like I didn't have a character and I wasn't doing the hula hoop stuff. Mm-hmm. And then many people like saw that I was just like doing this and like posting my videos online. They're like, Caitlin, like, what are you doing here? Like, you need to throw that into wrestling. And I was like, 
okay, so here we are. <laughs> I mean, honestly, if you're ever in like a street fight or a weapon of choice <laughs> match or something like that, I mean, you can do so many innovative spots with the hula hoop. Um, I just, the wheels just keep turning. I think it could be really, really fun to combine. I mean, you do it anyways, but you could do a lot of things. I think it would be really cool. And it's also like not something that you see every day. No. Like it's. It, it really is. And it brings a lot of energy and a lot of good vibes. And I think really livens up a crowd. Like, honestly, just mm -hmm. watching your matches, like brings me joy. And it's like, oh, she's doing something really, really cool that like nobody else is doing. I know. And not that I recall, I don't think anybody's ever really done what you're doing. I'm excited. <laughs> me too. And I mean, speaking of things that not a lot of people have gotten to do in pro wrestling, I'm talking about meeting your idol. So can you tell me more about meeting Trish Stratus in 2019, back when you had blonde hair? Oh my God. <laughs> um, yeah, that was the first time I ever met Trish. I remember I saw that she was doing like this fan fest. I think it was in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. And I was like, oh my gosh, I really have to go. Like, I want to meet her so bad. Like I was obsessed. So I got off work that night. I went home, took a shower, packed a bag and I hit the road. And I just kept going to the next morning and then I got there and I met Trish and it was just like the best day of my life. <laughs> oh my God. Now, do you remember what you said to her? Uh, no, not really, because I think I was kind of starstruck the whole time. Okay, fair. I was so nervous. I could barely even talk to her. But it happened and it, it's out there. I feel like, like I said, not a lot of people, I feel like you get to say that and that's a memory you'll hold forever and of course I know she means so much to you so really like what about her like in your own words like really captivated you about Trish Stratus I don't know I just remember like I started watching wrestling whenever I was like nine years old yeah and I grew up watching Trish Mickey and Lita and that's who I saw and I was like I want to go out there and do stuff like that like I want to be like these badass empowering women and so that's what I did so now here we are here you are, you're doing the damn thing. And I feel like Trish too has had such iconic like ring gears throughout time. So from your perspective, who do you think maybe has the best ring gear game or aesthetic in pro wrestling today? Today, uh, Sasha Banks, 100%. Oh she always looks amazing. Literally always. Like even the most recent like Sailor Moon at the Rumble, she's done like so much like she has the aesthetic down, like the structure of her gear, but Mikazi just such a, a great job at constructing the color palette. Like, oh my God. Phenomenal. Honestly, like anything she pulls <laughs> off is amazing. But I mean, for, for your ring gear too, do you kind of have any inspirations or stories behind your most recent ring gear? Uh, so I actually just got another set and it's going to go more with like my hula hoop gimmick with like the glitter and the sparkles so I'm really excited about that because my first set I really didn't know what I was doing I was brand new to wrestling and I was like I just have to have something <laughs> fair so now without giving away too much can you give us one of the colors in one of in this new gear uh gold gold okay I'm <laughs> very excited to see what you have coming up maybe at your west coast debut I don't know, I don't know. we'll see okay We'll okay. See. I'm super excited. I just like, I'm a very appreciative of ring gear. Like it's very, I think important and underrated to like people's personas. Mm -hmm. And it's like a way to express yourself. I feel like. I hope some like fit. It's like, Caitlin, you gotta step it up a little bit. 
<laughs> like like we said though i mean you just debuted last april so give yourself some credit you're especially through a pandemic i mean you're doing the best you can i mean you can't control some of the world that's going on i think you've been doing very well for especially just debuting last april so i mean you i feel like you've done a lot throughout the last year so what are a few things that you are proud of i guess since making your debut last april uh i guess no matter what i've kept going and i'm still here doing it no matter all the stuff that comes with wrestling and how mentally hard it can be sometimes i'm still here trying <laughs> you are you were doing the damn thing caitlin and to <laughs> close things out i mean as we look forward you're you're already accomplishing some really cool things you have your west coast debut coming up you have a new set of ring gear coming out, but what are a few things personally or professionally that you'd like to accomplish in the next year or two? Uh, right now I'm focusing more on just like keep my training up and staying in the gym to keep bodybuilding, to be in the best shape that I can be for wrestling. And, and hopefully there are more. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're doing that. It's, it's all baby steps. And I feel like you're on a good trajectory so far. I'm super excited for your future. And of course, before I let you go, can you please tell the listeners where they can find you on all your social medias? Yes, my Instagram is Caitlin Alexis official. And then my Twitter is Caitlin Alexis. Yes, I believe Sorry. so. I believe so. Well, Caitlin, thank you so much for joining me today. I'm super excited for your future and it was a pleasure chatting with you today. Thank you so much. I appreciate it.